Hello, hello, hello. This is John Corns, one of your favorite realtors and overall people in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm hanging out with Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Izzy Moore, soulful singer and conscious hip-hop artist. And I'm here at the Verbally Effective Podcast, hanging out with the one and only, my girl, Ina Esco. Everlasting may be the title of Sammy's latest album, but it also adds a fitting nuance to the singer-songwriter's music career. Now 32, Sammy is one of the few to make the successful transition from preteen hitmaker to grown-up artist. He first gained notoriety around the turn of the century with the gold-certified Top 25 Billboard Hot 100 hit, I Like It, back on the scene with his fourth studio album released via his own imprint, Star Camp Music, distributed by Empire. Sammy is now embarking on his first headlining tour. Hey guys, your double E, Ina Esco here on the Verbally Effective Podcast. And today I have with me singer, songwriter, Sammy. What's up, Sammy? How you doing, Queen? I am doing wonderful. I haven't, you know, seen you in a minute, but I've been checking your videos out on YouTube. I was I'll like, Sammy it. is grown now. Just passionate. Passionate. Yeah, passionate. That's a good word. Passionate. Because you were real passionate. Yeah, I'm a Pisces. March 1st. March 12th. Pisces. You understand. Yes. Pound it. You understand. Yes. I really love your new songs. I know that you've been on tour yeah. promoting Everlasting. How is that going? It's been beautiful. Um, I dropped my fourth studio album, Everlasting, on my birthday, March 1st. And then uh, uh, this was my first time headlining my own tour. So it's very yeah. humbling and refreshing. I've like been a part of like the Scream Tour and the Seventeen Magazine yeah. Tour and all these, even when I was a kid, the Nickelodeon Tour. But this is my first time actually hitting these major cities. And uh, watching the ladies now, you know, who was once little girls when I was a little boy, uh, come out and show me love and sing everything verbatim and um, wow. just to reciprocate the energy and love that I have for them. So I was grateful. Yeah. It was you it was a what? great run. When I told my my goddaughter that you were coming, she went crazy. That's love. That's you know, love. these these girls love you. I love them back. Because you got all the hits with the young ladies, yeah, you know, been, through been, my phone. And, you kiss know. me through the phone. I like it. Crazy <laughs> things, hardball, you should be my girl, come with me, et cetera. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just been dope. I'm entering November 30th to be my 20th year of being professionally known as Sammy. I'm only 32. And uh, a lot of artists, when they go from like a child star to a teenage heartthrob and then a grown man, you kind of grow apart from your mm -hmm. fans. Uh, we actually grew together you know what i'm saying and i've been able to evolve and you know i couldn't map out a better story for myself because it's not wow. easy to evolve and have no, longevity it's not easy. um in such a genre too you know r&b is kind yeah. of uh it, i think it's coming back but it's been a dying uh breed for quite some time definitely so i'm just super humbled and grateful for my fans and the sammy lovers because they've allowed me to really expand yeah. and grow Wow, and they've stuck with you. Yeah, because I I I was dealt a bad hand too. You know, I've been through like a Why few you say label. That? I've been through some label changes. Um, I trusted somebody like a brother ten years ago that took everything from me, and I had mm. to start over. And then, uh, not just focus on being the creative, but also becoming. I don't like to use the word boss, but the leader of my own campaign. Um, right, so independent. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, so I read that yeah, you were independent. Yeah, I've been independent like ninety percent of my career. I just wow. had major success, so a lot of people think I've always been in a major situation but nah it's, it's it's a lot of it took seven years to experience the last three that i've been uh yeah thriving on the charts again and selling out tours and shows so wow. um the journey is the destination yeah just persevere keep being a great person being great at what you do and uh i think we all have our time to shine 
Wow. You know what? I, I've seen, you know, quite a few acts, like you mentioned, that you've been on their tours. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they've been on reality shows. They've been trying to get back on the scene. Yeah. And, you know, you, you just mentioned that you're transitioning from being like a teen star to like, you know, on your grown man singer songwriter. So, you know, how do you think, what does it <clears throat> take to make it? in that transition um i've said no to reality tv like four times love and hip-hop yeah love and hip-hop atlanta reached out a couple times love and hip-hop why you say no because i always knew i was more talented enough to get back in the in the limelight with my gift of song not about who i'm dating or who i'm sexing yeah they getting in your business yeah i'm very private in that in that in that realm you know what i'm saying when i date somebody i'm not i'm not opposed to putting them on the grammar like that but i'm not doing it to validate anything for the world you know what I'm saying? It's just simply a moment I wanted to share. Mm-hmm. So I really don't want to publicize that. And then I didn't want this to not be taken seriously as an artist. Like if people would say reality TV star Sammy opposed mm-hmm. to singer, songwriter, entertainer, it would drive me crazy. Yeah. Because I actually put like my blood, sweat, and tears and I dedicated my life to mastering the gift of song. So um, I knew that, you know, my gift and my personality and my my aura would be enough to get me back to where I wanted to be. Yeah, it didn't matter what them checks was looking like. Nah, and that's another thing. You can't buy me. You know what you I'm saying? You can't buy Sammy. Yeah, if I, I could have been sold out and did and conformed to the ways of the world and the industry mm-hmm. to get back on top if it was just about checks. Yeah. I'm really passionate about the craft. And then I think what I love most about my success is I'm being myself. Yeah. Every day I, I'm just Sammy. I don't have to put on this costume yeah. to make the people love me. And then mm. at, at the end of the day, that's not who I am. I hate that. I would hate that. And so it's a true Pisces. Yeah, you got to stay true to yourself. We can't help but be ourselves. That's it. Yeah, unapologetically wow. ourselves. So um, it, it's it's it's. I think it requires a lot of faith, mm-hmm. a lot of hard work, and um, being a good person. I believe in karma. I do too. I believe in energy. So if you put out positive vibrations out to the universe, it'll be reciprocated. Man, but if you're doing yeah. shady things. That too will be reciprocated in, in God's divine timing. So I try to keep my shirt clean, as me and my manager Skino call it. Mm-hmm. So now you're a boss. Tell me mm-hmm. what them boss activities look like. How you delegate now here? Like what has changed since yeah. you've been a boss? Well, first of all, all checks come to me first, and mm. then I disperse them to the team. Oh. I don't want nobody handling my money. I can handle it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and being a boss is again, it's not telling people what to do. It's surrounding yourself around people that's better. At, at something than you are so mm-hmm. my manager has his strong points my dj my videographer my photographer my thing. lawyer yeah, yeah it's like six seven people that i'm blessed to be able to pay now you know I mean? there was a time where it really was just a thank you for your services is all i had to offer because that was the position i was in so it feels good to be able to break bread with my entire camp as we call them mm-hmm. um but I'm I'm literally the singer the songwriter i pay for my own studio time my own artwork mm-hmm. uh sometimes when we have to fly out to certain cities for certain meetings that comes out the pocket mm-hmm. you just got to be willing to be in the red for a little while until you see your profit mm-hmm. but it's always worth it and when you know you're great at something and you create amazing art for people to embrace and invest in and believe in it'll come back full time in full circle amazing you know what on the verbally effective podcast when i have a guest i like to know everything about you like you know mm-hmm. your upbringing to where you've you know, come to today. So can you tell us a little bit about where you're from yeah. and how you got to this point? Um, I was born in Boynton Beach, Florida, actually, small city in Florida, but I lived all over Florida, uh, Miami for a few years, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Orlando, and then 2005 when I graduated high school, I moved to Atlanta. Um, come from a Christian-based family, so I believe in God. 
the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. All that. Um, my mom is like my beautiful black queen. She raised three by herself, so she's she's who I get my strength from and my drive from. You know what I'm saying? She never uh, came up with excuses. Uh, never held her head down, head down unless she was praying. So she never really, you know, I can wear a struggle well. I remember not having anything and no one knew what I was going through because I know that perception is reality. Yeah. And if I show you that I'm like devastated and desperate, then you will offer me peanuts. But if I stood on my own two feet with my head held high, mm. you couldn't judge me by what you saw. You get that confidence from your mom? Yeah. 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 So now um, I've been through everything that I think you can go through as far as the dark days of being an artist. So now if there was some financial woes, I've already been famous and broke. What's next? Right. I've already been doubted. What's next? I've already been told no. What's next? Oh. So it's no it's no uh no no way to break me. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to give me an opportunity, I'll create my own. Wow. Have you always been into music? Yeah, since I was four. So how did you get started? Uh church. Her. Yeah, all my uncles, my aunties, my mother can sing, my sister can blow better than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so music was just always something that naturally came to me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I remember getting up in front of the church. I sung Troubles Don't Last Always, like one Sunday when we got to, mm. you got to like tell your testimony or share a hymn. And then my <laughs> family realized I had a gift. And then um, when I was eight years old, I got like called out for humming doing a test. Mm-hmm. And they sent me to the office. The principal made me sing, and then it was like, "Oh, you have a gift," and they transferred me to a school for the magnet program of music. Wow! And then kind of took a life of its own. Was in a group. We did like um, a plethora of talent shows all over Miami. Mm-hmm. Auditioned for the Apollo in New York, mm-hmm. and they called back, and it was like, "We want the young one for uh, Apollo Kids," and the young one was me, and that's how I got discovered. Wow! I mean, when you got discovered at Apollo Kids, was that like the turning point? Oh, yeah, my life changed immediately. <laughs> How did um, you feel as a kid? It was dope because I was just used to, like, being in Florida. I, had, I hadn't seen New York City. I hadn't seen uh, Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles. And one minute I'm in Hawaii and I'm in Toronto. Like, uh, I Like It was actually the first song that I've ever recorded mm-hmm. in the studio. And that's my first number one. And I was the youngest to have a number one at the age of 12 since uh, Stevie Wonder. And there's some parallels there. That's I did my Sharia Moore, a rendition of his record at mm. the Apollo. Wow. So God is like, it's funny, like, the story that he writes, you know what I'm saying? In the moments he, if you really take time to embrace it and look back, mm-hmm. to appreciate, like, the, the it's by design, but the, the parallels. Yeah, baby, I understand. Yeah, I saw, I so I like, I like the ups and downs. I like yeah. the twirls and the loops. As long as I'm alive and, and well, there's another chance for me to change my circumstance. So I don't really complain about much. Yes. Yeah. Now, who have been some of the artists that have influenced you over your career? I grew up on Usher. Mm-hmm. Like, he's my Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know he has, like, a lot of personal issues going on, but Ooh. I grew up on a lot of R. Kelly, to be honest. Me too. You know? Yeah, R. Kelly was, to me, the king of I R&B. I my bumps of R. Kelly yeah, in the car. Yeah, it's, you know, it's hard to detach from it is. the, the, the it amazing is. music he did, yeah. and then, you you know, the allegations that he's facing. Mm-hmm. But I grew up on um, Marvin Gaye. Stevie Wonder. I love Marvin Gaye's story because his his aura and his spirit reminds me of me in a sense like the battle between like flesh mm-hmm. and spirit. You know, his father was a pastor, yeah. but also a crossdresser. So um, it was interesting that he wanted his father's approval most when he was made when he made his first million dollars in the secular world. His dad said, "What does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul?" Mm-hmm. Did you want your dad's approval? 
I need my 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 family's approval. Period. Yeah, my my father, my father, my mother, my siblings. Um, just because I believe in legacy. Mm-hmm. That's why it's, it's not about fame. It's not about money. I want to make the name Sammy mean something. Yeah, I'm named after my pops. You know I what I'm saying? Know. So, um, I just feel like there's significance in everything. Mm-hmm. And while we get this one little life on earth to live it out for however long we get to be here, mm-hmm. make it count. So I definitely want the uh, approval of my parents who gave me life, in essence, carried me to have this gift that I have. Wow. Now, Sammy, you know, you have always been a cutie. Oh, thank you. A looker. Thank you. How is it, you know, navigating through promoting, you know, your own independent uh, career right now and being in relationships? Are you in a relationship? I've been dating for about uh, 10 months. 10 months. Um, Dating exclusively? Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't date like multiple women. I tried. You know what I'm saying? I epically failed. Yeah, nah. It's just just okay. because you have like three, four, five girls with different emotions and different personalities and upbringings and spirits, and mm-hmm. that's a lot for one man to juggle in peace and harmony. That's true. So, um, for me, it's it's easy. For the woman that loves me, is difficult because mm-hmm. uh, if if I had to say like the the obstacles in these ten months, it's just me being myself. Mm-hmm. Is a lot for her to take. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I share myself with the world also. I think 90% of my fan base are women. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate every last one of them. You know what I'm saying? And I give them all of me. So that could be a lot for a woman to, who's in love with me. Not Sammy the singer, but the human being. Right. That's a lot. Wow. But it's nothing I could do about it. You know I mean? I do my best to always secure the person that I love. But I'm not ever going to uh, compromise my job and my, my purpose and my passion. Mm-hmm. It's what I've dedicated again my life to um, doing, and and whoever she is, she's just gonna have to, at some point, yeah, <laughs> blend in harmony and peace with me. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah, it's like I'm Sammy every day. Mm-hmm. I don't I turn. It's like again, it's not a costume, right? So <clears throat> the way I talk, the way that I am, the way that I convey myself on social media, mm-hmm. I'm just that intensified in real life, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not a, a a game or a ploy or a gimmick. What you see is what you get. Yeah, what you see is what you get. And now it's funny that you mentioned social media. I was just about to bring it up because mm-hmm. over your twenty year career, social media has entered the game. You've yep. seen artists, you know, become you know either one hit wonders or uh, uh, they have longevity straight off of social media. How are you capitalizing off of social media? It's actually the the tool that brought me back. Actually, really. Um, I was really focused on just being a songwriter, you know, and cool with just, all right, Sammy the Singer is no longer, but I can write forever. Mm-hmm. And then I'm singing on Instagram three years ago and the Shade Room posted me. And four million views later, I partnered with Empire out in uh, San Francisco and I've dropped about four chart topping projects. I've toured twice. I was on tour with Tank in 2017, just headlining my own. And like I said, something else is big in the pipeline right now. So it's crazy how you can go viral and it'll change your entire life. Um, I was was behind in mortgage that day. Four mortgages, to be honest with you. And then I haven't looked back. Financially, I'm set. My credit is good. And then bigger than just the, the monetary things and the materialistic things, I just have my peace of mind back. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I love social media. I think it's a tool, though. And by that, I mean you should know how to use it and not let it use you. Mm-hmm. You know, like they have this thing on Instagram, actually, where you can see how much 
time you give it. Mm-hmm. So like it's twenty four hours in a day. I pretty much give three hours of my day. Oh, you're doing good. That's great, right? That's yeah. what I feel. But then I have those other hours where I'm in the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm an avid reader, so I stay reading books and keeping my heads and trying to expand my vocabulary and vernacular. You know what I'm saying to be able to articulate yeah. uh, mm-hmm. my ideas. Um, you're very verbally effective. I thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, and then I just, I'm tapping into acting now, so I'm really? taking acting classes. I just started that last week. Yeah, I always wanted to merge into that anyway. So now I'm able to scatter myself out because the music has taken a life of its own, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like been on autopilot. So um, I, I don't have anything against social media. There's times where you just have to find a balance to tap out, sign out, log out, because it can be draining. You know, if I don't post in three days, people think I'm depressed or going through something. It's really like, no, nah, I'm just at the crib playing Xbox, chilling. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, the, the consumers feel so invested that I damn near have to put something up every yeah. day. You know what I mean? It so um, as long as you don't allow it to use you mm-hmm. and you're not using it impulsively also, you got to be mindful on one tweet, one Instagram away from really ruining my career. That's the scary part about it. That's true. A lot of people have, you know, created their own quote-unquote suicidal career moments by what they post and what they say. And they'll dig up some old stuff. That too. Yeah, you got to be mindful. Like, I've (laughs) I've never been that guy, though, to just put recklessness out there. Like, I'm sarcastic and I have a sense of humor, but it's nothing that's going to ever hopefully uh, offend anybody or uh, a community of some sort to where I have to, like, backpedal. I'm kind of... um very very thorough and thought out before i put things up yeah you gotta be yeah because they watching yeah <laughs> just waiting wow and you said that you're an avid reader what type of books do you like to read i just started the wait actually today on the way up here um i just finished the four agreements though which i tell everybody they should read and the four agreements are pretty much being impeccable with your word never taking anything personal don't make assumptions and always do your best mm-hmm. for things to live by. Simple, but things that we can actually, we take a lot of things personally. We're human. Yeah. We assume some things and we should just go to the source and get the facts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I believe as a man, particularly, I should be impeccable with my word. Mm-hmm. And then anything I do, give it my best and I can live with that. Even if I quote unquote fail. Mm. Mm. You deep, Sammy. Yeah, that's me every day. a lot of layers to you. That's me every day. Okay, okay. So you're in Memphis. You told me this is not your first time in Memphis. Yeah, I love Memphis. You love Memphis? What you like about Memphis? I love the food. I love the people. I love the Southern hospitality. The women are awesome. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, you just left Southern hands. Yeah, I'm stuffed right now. Food. I'm stuffed. I'm stuffed. Got yeah, slick, just got had the some ice. chicken, some macaroni, <laughs> some dressing, some rice and gravy. Wow. Uh, and I have a show tomorrow night. Okay. At uh, Blue Ice uh, okay. Restaurant and Lounge. Uh, doors open at 8 p.m. Okay. So make sure you get your tickets if you don't already have them. And I, I love, like, where I'm at now in my career because I get to do records from, like, my childhood mm-hmm. all the way up to my adulthood. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, uh, I think the best word would be nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I get to take you back to a moment in time. And for most of the fans that I have, um, they have like a Sammy story. They know where they were when I Like It came out or when Hardball came out or mm-hmm. Come With Me came out. So... I've kind of low-key been writing, like, the soundtracks to their lives, their entire lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's why we're so connected and so bonded at the hip. Right. So you're going to bring that, that old-school Sammy yeah. to the show at Blue Ice tomorrow. For sure. Okay. Are you dancing? You got some moves? Oh, no. Nah, I'm more of a one-two-step kind of guy, a little <laughs> groover. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to just, just swag it out a little bit. But I'm a crooner, though. I am one of those guys oh, yeah. that I sing live. So you'll get passion. 
You'll get pain. You'll get pleasure. You'll get sexy. You'll get every emotion that I think there is to experience in a relationship, mm-hmm. in a show. Wow. Blue Ice tomorrow, 8 p.m. Yeah, doors open at 8 p.m. Doors yeah. open at 8 p.m. I'm sure everyone is going to be there yeah. to apply you on and see what you got going on. Tell all of my listeners of the Verbally Effective Podcast your outlook for your career at this moment in your life. Um, I think that I just really want to expand again and, and diversify my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 years of dedicating yourself to music, I've mastered that. So now it's about acting. I want to open up my own lounge in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I'm always out kind of like on some low-key stuff, drinking and hookah and just conversing with positive spirits. Why not have my own domain where people can come to and fellowship and get away from reality for a second? Mm-hmm. Uh, I started a book about six years ago. A book? Yeah, it's called Good to Know, and it's pretty much letting women know the insight of a man's mind. Like, I'm not encouraging you at all to think like a man. I think that's the disconnect that we have oftentimes in relationships. Mm-hmm. You want us to get how you feel and think without conversing and communicating that and vice versa. When I think that we should just simply understand how different we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, I'm 32 years young, so I'm a middle child. I'm like smack in the middle of the social media world and the world of, uh, I guess, when, when the internet didn't exist. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be dope to put my insight in literature and not just in music. Okay. So I okay. want to be a mogul. I want to do it all. Okay. I have, I, I have many gifts. I feel like you you about to do it all, take the world on storm. Yeah. Um, I'm about to give the address to Blue Ice. It's 2818 Coleman Road. I know for everybody, <laughs> they know exactly where that is. And you can come see this well-versed, verbally effective, layered young man by the name of Sammy tomorrow. Sammy, can you take me out with a little... Mm-hmm. Like you know, like some of that good old Sammy music. Just um, a little tone, just a little something. Baby, you know that I miss you. I wanna get with you tonight, but I cannot, baby girl, and that's the issue. Gotta come get the rest tomorrow. Yay! Well, thank you so much, Sammy. I have really enjoyed this interview. Thank you for having getting me. Getting to know you, I appreciate Pisces. it. I'm about to say, my fellow Pisces. Appreciate you. Yes, yes, and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love.